0: hola hola welcome to the bruja broadcast this is dion
1: and sasha join us today as we serve up some
0: brujeria latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass
1: hola hola <laughs> hola, hola bienvenidos thank you for joining us um, for this week's um brujas broadcast we are going to be talking about barridas or sweeps we were just discussing that we don't know if that's really called sweeps in English or not or if it's just a translation <laughs> that we did a direct translation of the word um, but basically a barrida is can you explain it
0: is an earthly sweeping so it tends to take place it can take place with smoke but it does usually take place with trees herbs plants branches um, and it is a an actual sweeping motion over the body over the joints over the energetic points
1: yeah and also with flowers oh yeah so Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, I'd first start off with, and I'm going to start with this thought that I had, because when we discussed that we were going to do barridas this week, I was like, oh, I don't know anything about barridas, but because I don't really do barridas myself, but I started pulling into my memory, and I have like uh, several incidents and episodes where I've been the subject of a barrida or where I've, you know, seen a barrida being performed, so I was like, Oh. Yeah, that does happen. (laughs) How about you? Do you have experience with paridas directly or are you performing
0: them as a curandera? I do have experience with parrides both in giving and receiving them. I, they're like, uh, it's like Olympia light, which is such a weird way to describe it. It's not for me. It's cause it's, you're moving the energy, but it's not like so intense. Mm -hmm. Basically you're just Correcting the flow, keeping things going. um, Burritas are considered not only to be preventative, but also to help cleanse.
1: Yeah, I've seen them more as protection, and um, I've also seen them more as attractive. So, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I when we talk about the episodes that we've seen, I I, I'm going to start off with the first one because it's something that we do. um, We start off with the babies. You do. Oh yeah. Yeah. You started burrita with a baby. it's sort of like a like a, when they're strong enough, you know, like a month, like two months, I'd say, because we do tend to um, do la cuarentena, the six weeks, the 40 days. Yes. We do tend to do the cuarentena very strictly. And so the baby doesn't go out and the baby, nobody sees them. And then when they do go out, they already have their little red strings and they have su mano de asabache and everything to protect them. But one of the first visits or one of the first things that um, the first visits that they receive is usually from... A person that's going to come and do a barrida on the baby Mm -hmm. and i that's why i see it as protective and so have you seen those
0: uh so yes definitely um protection for i guess for babies it's like protection for a clean soul Mm -hmm. you know um and i think for as you get older it's not it it's not as much protection as it is to make sure that there aren't any attachments and to clear any attachments and it also i guess it does make it harder for those attachments to be formed so it's pretty important and that's why they're used on a regular basis right
1: so yeah so i see it on on babies um when they do it on the babies they usually use i'm i'm not i really haven't prepared one so i don't know what plants they use but i think they use plantain but i don't know if that's just because in my country we use plantain for everything Um, but I've seen plantain leaves, and then I've seen plantain leaves being used um, to do sweeps as well mm-hmm. in people that are, you know, in adults. And so, you know, they'll just, you know, smack you with the, with the plantain leaf, which is awesome because the plantain leaf is big. It's easy to find. I mean, everybody has a plantain tree in their backyard, so you just, you know, pull one of them and, you know, sweep the person, fold it, and you're done, yeah. you know?
0: I have not seen any with plantains personally, so I would say that uh, that it's going to be definitely a ge- geographically it's going to matter where you are and what uh, herbs and plants and uh, foliage is used. I see rue, sage. Um, I'm from uh, southwest portion of the United States, uh, so very deserty plants. The one thing that most of these, or the one thing these plants are going to have in common is they all are fragrant, and it is the aroma that is doing the work in varita uh,
1: mm, okay that's interesting because i don't see plantain as having much of a scent um, but again i think it's just because we use planting for everything mm-hmm. <laughs> um, however the other one that i've seen which was um, more for like it was like a it was like a abrecaminos, but for love Mm-hmm. And so they did use a lot of fragrant things because they used roses and they used cinnamon and they used nutmeg. And so that one was sort of like, she was like, I so I just went with this girl. Um, and I suppose that she had been complaining that she couldn't find anybody. You know, she, she was alone and she couldn't find a partner or whatever. And she went to this lady for that and they had prepared a barrida with all these... um. Elements right, so they had the cinnamon sticks, so sort of like our cinnamon brooms, right? Yeah. Because it does have like a handle, and then they had um, they put it in. There was ground cinnamon, ground nutmeg, and they would like they were using. I looked at it as makeup almost. They were using it almost like a, um, and then the the cinnamon sticks were tied with um, carnations and roses. Beautiful. Yeah, and then they would dip it in the polvo, in the in the powdered. Mm-hmm cinnamon i think it was cinnamon sugar and nutmeg Mm -hmm. and so she would dip it in there and then she would sweep her with it and so that's what i saw and that's like where i picked up that oh cinnamon is you know an attractant and she was like yeah you can even put it like in your bronzer and then when you're putting on your makeup you're just you know making sure that you're continuing in the hair cinnamon (laughs) oh that's nice that's nice so yeah so that's that's one that i've seen and um i think it worked she's been with her husband for like 23 years oh, now nice. so yeah so I, it was a good friend of mine so i think it worked but yeah i remember that That you know
0: i've seen so i've seen two uh i've been present for one but uh where they actually ask you to bring the roses yourself Ooh. and then you also so had my my friend as well um Bring, bring a bouquet of roses mm. and then pick a plant from her garden. Mm. And the connection was that magic from the curandera in that plant that she's connected to with the roses of attraction to like make that just a way more powerful that. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool.
1: That was nice. And she was doing the same thing. She wanted to do like in Abre Caminos that morning. Yeah, work.
0: but it was a. It was a.
1: Or she had like love blockages. She. she that's what she felt. That she was blocked. Right. From that's love. the same thing that my girl, my my friend felt as well. She felt that she was, you know, and she, they said eh, block. Yeah, they blocked. You know, a love blockage. Yes. So yeah, those are the ones that I have seen. Um, and then I do know, obviously, like I said, uh, I do know that it's very similar to the bathes right so like if you wanted something that's like protective you would do like a ruda See? right exactly yeah and then if you wanted something that was like calming then you would do like lavender but i have not seen barridas of those but i know that it's the same concept but it's just dry and sort of like like you said moving the energy yes instead of submerging yourself in it
0: yes and it's really it's really calling to that plant life and to those energies to clean you it's really powerful
1: right I think we should um, describe for people that haven't seen it um, what it would look like and why we call it barrida or sweep. If you want, do you want to do that? Or? Yeah.
0: I, so it's, it's typically a, a fairly large bundle of, of greenery, of foliage, and the sweep will start at the crown of your head. Um, and it kind of go. it's going to. The sweep starts at the crown of your head. It sweeps down and out, down and away. It goes down through your arms, down through your arms, down through your chest, down through your stomach, through your genitalia, through your legs. It's all in a down and out kind of motion. And there's a lot of deep. Head. Are we recording? Yeah. In like video? Oh no. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's. I wish
1: we were, because I, I know.
0: Was, <laughs> <it was> like, <laughs> I had <wanted> to show. <laughs> so it's so it's big, heavy heavy hand movements and you mm-hmm. really feel the air and you really feel the breath um and and, and it does touch you <laughs> it does touch you
1: it's not like a fan no uh, it's it's like it's like a light swat
0: it is a light swat that's a great <laughs> it's it's a very serious light swat <laughs> but that's the general motion of the bodhiva and you will and what you are Trying to um, invite in, or you know, help yourself to f- get rid of the blocks, and then to invite in. Um, that's kind of our, how you're going to be uh, utilizing the herbs that you want to find for that.
1: Do you and and I I plead ignorance here because I've never actually worked or had a Reiki session. Would you compare it to a Reiki session?
0: Looking across history at the different ways, like what were you? The just energy saying? points, the chakras, the yeah, Reiki. Like, chakras um mudras you can see mudras which are hands Mm -hmm. variations in um in mesoamerican like in medical codices Mm -hmm. so the information which i mean it's it's all just so similar it is so hang on yeah
1: Yeah, because i've never had a reiki session probably because i you know
0: Okay, so I would so, say it's similar. Uh, are they
1: are they similar? Because uh, it's it, I know that the barrida the point is to move that energy and to unblock that energy, and I understand that that's the same point of the reiki, right? Yes.
0: So I would say that they they are very I they come from the same place, in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that's how I feel about it, and I, I mean they are different actions, but the point and the place that they come from, in my belief, is the same.
1: Okay, cool. And then, um, with us then, um, so the bundles, let's go back to how they look. So there's a big bundle of the foliage. Yes. We tie it with a red string. Mm -hmm. Um, we tie it in a way that it has a handle and that's where the practitioner or the curandera will hold it. Mm -hmm. And the practitioner should wear a red um, string as well to protect themselves on Mm -hmm. that hand. And then they start from the crown to the bottom. Um, to sweep away all the negative. That's why we said sweep. We don't know if that's the real word. (laughs) Barrel, sacal. All that, you know, stuck energy, open up those energy paths, and then they're doing it in relation, the purpose of the barrida will be directly tied to the use of foliage that they have selected, herbs or foliage that they selected to make correspondence and to strengthen the purpose. Okay. And then when they finish with the barrida and actually i um you mentioned from the crown to the bottom to to the you know the crown and then but uh, i think it's important to note that also um it's all the way down and then they have to lift up the soles of the feet and you have to yes. barrelos
0: sorry the bottoms of the feet are super important super yes. important
1: <laughs> it's like necessary
0: yes um the bottoms of the feet are very important and then um the joints again are concentrated on and as well as uh, any any is going to stop and really focus and know uh, like the joint areas and that area may be revisited after a
1: sweep yeah and i've seen lots of um and then when they go to the back i've seen lots of concentration on the back um like between the shoulder blades mm-hmm. and right underneath the neck as well they really swat you nice there yes
0: yeah. and the back of the knees and expect, the back of the knees oh some... then we were talking about <laughs> yes. the
1: soldier yes um we were we were laughing because um last week when we decided we were going to talk about barridas we she mentioned the whole knee thing and i was like and i came up from behind her and i knocked her knee and i was like oh no sir lao. you don't you know you can't be a soldier and that was something that they would i don't know if they do it in your country but they do it in my country like you're just randomly like it's like horseplay then like between friends but you're just randomly standing around and then your friends will come and knock you behind the knees <laughs> And it's like, you're not strong enough to be a soldier because I could knock you. So, you know, it's like I got into, I invaded your energy or I, you know. Right. But if the person doesn't, you know, um, like their knees don't go, then they're like strong and then they're well protected. Right. So And
0: according couldn't get a will. So the back of the knees is an important place because it is going to show your strength of will. Mm. Do you want this? Do you want to be here? Are you willing for the change? And being strong in your position is something that shows us that you are very serious about receiving this.
1: Cool. Okay, and then they continue, and then they um, finish at the, at the bottoms of the feet. They have to lift up their feet, and then the soles of the feet are also um, cleansed or yes. barridos. And then they, um, when they finish, they take the... The broom right the the mm-hmm. bundle of foliage or herbs and they break it. break it as much as possible if they can't break it because plantain leaves are really hard to break they um they fold it in half and they tie it so like it's not useful anymore right so it can't be used again and then that's it you don't have to discard it in it any it particular goes, way it
0: can go back to the earth where it's really yeah. composted it. yeah exactly yeah.
1: yeah but it's not like take it away from your house like the egg cleanse. yeah or- it's
0: not the egg it's not a flush this Bad yeah it's holder. just like
1: okay we finished with it just don't use it again but it can be just like in your regular trash or yard compost or whatever yeah i think that's yeah. the it um one thing i will say is i have never personally like it's not this isn't like the egg cleanse or the water and salt or the baths which are tools that we use on a daily in our families. Um, so like I, like I, you guys know and you've heard me talk that I do, you know, baths for my kids or smoke cleanses for, for my house or um, I cleanses for the kids or whatever. I don't do barridas for them. I think a barrida is something more like, and the way I see it, it's, it's a little bit harder, I guess, and I would go to somebody for that. It's not like something that I'm like, okay, let me go to the backyard and fold the plantain leaf and bang <laughs> you around a bit. Um, it's just, I, I don't know if, if this speaks to it being a tradition that's waning, you know, or if this speaks more to it being something that would have been necessarily associated with somebody that's a specialist in herbs mm-hmm. so I, I i think that's something that we would have to investigate a bit more but it is really cool to know that this exists it's a tool you can ask for it at the botanicas or look for corandero
0: and i mean and i think it's a it's a great tool you know if you are a latina and you're you know hearing about reiki remember that you know we have our own sources out there too and and seeking a body you might feel a connection with that that you haven't felt with anything before, so right. give it a shot.
1: And like I said, I, I don't necessarily practice it, but I don't, I've don't. i never heard anything of you not being able to practice it. So like, if it calls to you, yeah, then just go for it, you know?
0: Yeah, I and mean, in, in the same way. I mean,
1: you need somebody else because it's really hard to sweep yourself. No,
0: you can do it yourself. Right? I know, but it'll... Yeah. Uh, uh, it Yeah. Uh, it takes
1: practice. You should see us trying to bang our heads right now.
0: <laughs> trying to, like we're trying really hard to describe to you with our words but we're while but, still doing our hand motions. but we're very latina so we're
1: moving our hands around like crazy and hitting each other you know so but yeah, yeah.
0: so if you have any more questions about burritos please uh give us shoot us an email cool all right and so now the do you want to give the email oh and our email is <laughs> thebrujasbroadcast at gmail.com
1: awesome thank you so much you want me to roll right into astrology. Okay. So the astrology that I'm going to be giving you guys um is going to be from February 6th through the 12th and that week is uh, it's okayish. Um it does start <laughs> off a little rough because we have a Mars square to Chiron on the Sunday and that day is also a moon void from 9 to 3. Um it's nine to three is what I wrote. It's probably like three minutes before or three minutes after something. I just, you know, so Mars is all about energy. It's about passion. It's about the way that you express yourself. It's, you know, lust, it's war. It's, you know, all the active things. Right. And then Chiron is all about the wounded healer, your family trauma, your childhood trauma, or if you subscribe to this, your karmic um, trauma. Okay. So when you get Mars, in a 90-degree angle with Chiron, they're facing each other off, right? It's like two boxers in an opposite ends of the... Corner, and they're looking at each other like, oh, what are you doing, right? So, yeah, she, she has... <laughs> you should see her face. She's like, a, oh, that does not sound fun. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like a tidal wave of ouch, right? And it's just like, what are you... It's like you grappling. Instead of you necessarily having a positive... Um, Acercamiento, like approach to your Chiron, to your wounded healer. It's more a fighting your demon kind of thing. Okay. It's more of that energy. Instead of like, this isn't a day where you're going to be journaling about the traumas you had when you were young. <laughs> this is a day where you're going to call up your, you know, the SOB that did something to you and be like, <clears throat> hang up and be like, ah, it feels better, you know? but that may have reactions later on, but you know, um, just <laughs> in general, right. Or it could be something that could be triggered or, you know, so it's, since it is a Sunday, it is a day that many people might have more social activities. Try to avoid activities with people that could be triggering for you is my recommendation for That's that meeting. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then the moon is going to be void from nine to three. So when the moon is void, it means that we don't have, um, if you've been following, like I follow the moon and I write like every day at the end, like I'm not a big journal or anything like that. But at the end of the day, I write like, you know, oh, moon and Scorpio. And I was like feeling this or this or this. And I try to look at it and see if there's like themes, right, to identify. So when the moon is void, there's nobody in charge. The moon's just like bouncing around by itself. Okay. So it usually, that means that you are sort of at the whims of the other planetary um Aspects that are going on. And since the aspect that's going on that day is a little strong, it like when I get big moon voids, like all day moon voids, I try to stay home, honestly. And I know that that's not true for everybody, but I do control my own schedule and I decide what I can do or not do. So I kind of like, eh, I don't want to be out there. And then I just like, I use it more as a void for myself as well. It's like, I'm going to retreat into my home, I'm going to do laundry and I'm going to binge watch TV and whatever, you know? And I have the benefit to be able to do that. I know that not everybody does. Plus I also have the benefit that I look at the calendar and I can decide ahead of time, right. but, and I, um, the good thing about moon voids, of course, of course, um, I never jot down the ones that are during the daytime and they're during the nighttime cause I think it's going to be sleeping through them. But for people that astral travel or people that are, um, or have lots of nightmares or stuff like that, those days they actually sleep better. Really? Yeah, because there's nothing affecting them. Oh, that's them. great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's that day. Then the eighth, we have Mars is in, is trining Uranus. So Uranus is basically that planet of change, of innovation, of new things. And then Mars, again, is that planet of taking action, doing things. Since Mars is going to be in Capricorn at that time, um, you could say that it mm, it's a good day to try and do something in a new way, but something f- that takes you towards your goals, right? So you're going to try things that you might've never thought of doing before. Like if you're like, I don't know, maybe because I'm toying with this idea. Maybe that's the day that I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to start a TikTok and I'm going to use TikTok for my business, you know, because it, for me, it's something that's new, but for somebody else, like somebody that's investing, they're like, Oh, I'm going to try to grow my wealth by cryptocurrency or whatever, because they're trying something new. And then you're looking at what, what Uranus rules, which is everything that has to do with um, robots, internet, um, innovation, artistic creation. So anything like that, you're going to be giving strength behind it with Mars. And that's, Interesting. Yeah. So that's a good day for that. And then on the 11th, um, Mars is going to be conjunct with Pluto. This is the third time that Mars will be in conjunct in Pluto since um, December when Venus went retrograde because Venus will have Venus retrograde ends on the 29th of January. And then that the moment is when she starts going straight ahead. Right. So you guys remember I gave you that example. She's actually going by like her driveway again. Mm-hmm. Right. So that day on the 11th, she's going to touch a point that she touched before she left her house when she went retrograde when she was in the retrograde and then this final time when she's leaving it it's that third point so the mercury conjunct with pluto is exposition of secrets it's exposition of things that may have because it's communication right and it's everything that has to do with the underbelly with the things that you um are hidden or with the things that you're feeling about yourself forth or with secrets so there it can be conducive to a lot of power struggles as well because it's that energy, right? Of communicating like, no, this is what I really want. This is like my real intention. And then the other person noticing that real intention and being like, oh, that's not what I thought you were for, you know? And then like that exposition brings up like power struggles. So we had one, um, now in January, um, late January. And then this last third time since Venus retrograde ended, it might bring up because remember I mentioned it like think two episodes back if the Venice retrograde did what it was supposed to do, things will have changed in some of your relationships, right? So, but when things finish or end or change doesn't mean that the relationship stops existing. It's just that it's being transformed. So this day on the 11th will be one day where there will be a lot of, um, ironing out of details of those relationships even if they're relationships that are have accumulated um, then it's going to be a day of ironing out those details of that relationship that changed and remember relationships can be business relationships they can be partnerships they can be romantic relationships they can be employee relationships but what you had already talked about that day it's like making sure that the, the you know the i's are dotted and the t's are crossed right because you've already had that exposition before and now it's like oh yeah i remember this about you right and um yeah that's what i got for that week the following week after that which we'll hit on our next episode we'll talk about the full moon in leo okay thank you so much yeah thank you
0: okay for some herbal information coinciding with uh, along with today's topics uh this week's herb is going to be herba luisa or cedron in english it is going to be lemon verbena and this is going to be a reminder to consult a doctor before ingesting any recommendations. Thank you very much. It is native to Peru and Chile. It's a very fragrant plant, so you're going to find it used in soap sprays, perfumes, bath oils. You can use the leaves fresh on salads or as like a garnish in drinks. And then it's also going to be found in like marinades and jellies, like preserved inside of that. Uh, the plant, uh, so. This plant is known medicinally to soothe an upset stomach or act as a sleep aid. It's linked to the planet Mercury and the element of air. Uh, magically, this plant is worn around the neck to appear more sexually attractive, and you're going to find it used in love spells and potions. And it is also said that when this plant is worn to bed, or the, a bit of the flower from—excuse me—a bit of the juice from the flower is drunk, it can prevent you from dreaming. Because it's a citrus, it's going to act as a purifying agent, which means you're going to be able to take it and mix it with water and use that to clean any divination tools, scrying mirrors, things like that. It's also what makes it perfect for paridas and baños, and also just to have um, in in your house, like as a house plant, it's really great. So yeah, this week, of uh, check out some citron. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back with another episode of the House broadcast. Adios.